0: Hey, everybody, thanks for staying with us through the break. Dave Hodges here, and really glad you could be with us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And that means you're listening to the Common Sense Show, but we need your help in unenslaving one million minds at a time, which means you need to share programs like this with people who are in the know and people who need to know. We're brought to you by Noble Gold Investments. Noble Gold is fantastic. Why? Because they're gonna help you get out of the way of the coming train wreck, $22 trillion in debt. You know the story. You don't wanna have your money in the bank when the poop hits the fan. You should only keep manageable money in the bank so you can pay a couple, three months of bills. The rest needs to be in precious metals. Your instruments can be gold-backed. They can take care of all this for you. Go to Noble Gold, which is in the description box. Following this broadcaster, you can call them directly. 877-646-5347 That's 877-646-5347 We're also brought to you by ReadyMadeResources.com King Prepper, Bob Griswold Everything you want From night vision to communications equipment He's got it Go to ReadyMadeResources.com the numbers on the screen. Bob will talk to you and work with you personally without charging you for the consultation. ReadyMadeResources.com. Well, on the Newsmaker line with me, we have Paul Preston, who is the president of mm-hmm. the New California Movement. And this thing is moving. And uh, we are progressing towards a 51st state in this country, which will negate to some degree the cesspool that is controlling Old California, for lack of a better term. Paul, welcome to the show. Glad you could be with us.
1: Dave, thank you very much for having me here.
0: Well, let's get right down to business. Um, You guys are making tremendous progress. Let's talk about your market penetration, how many counties you have on board, and the percentage of people supporting you versus the liberal communists that control the state of California now.
1: Well, you know, uh, we're still kind of overrun and overwhelmed, uh, supposedly, by these communists. The reality check is, is that there's not really many of them when you really start to listen to the people and you, you know, you, you listen to, you go out to all the counties, you drive up and down the state and you do the things i have traveled thousands, tens of thousands of miles in the last couple of months. And really, people in California are clamoring uh, for a return of sanity because they live in really a dysphoria um a dystopia if you will of california and uh, you, when you have a legislature that can go out and legislate for 11 months at a time and pass 2300 bills what could possibly go wrong right and they have a mono a monoparty system with a dictator this is really the rise of communism right here in our backyard and we're seeing it and people are going crazy with it they don't like it but they are waking up, and they're you know this is this is the sleeping giants. All of a sudden, going wait a minute, there's something really wrong with this picture, and there's going to be pushback, big time pushback against these um, people. Right now, we have um, a, there are 58 counties in California. We have either whole or part of 52 counties we actually have what we went through a chartering process for each county so 47 counties have been officially chartered they got county committees in in all of them except for those that have had a very you know some difficult times we had a, a, a situation where we lost county uh, committees because of people moving out of, of California so uh, that months ago we put in this thing said we just said stand your ground the old Marine Corps thing and mm-hmm. that's really kind of stopped this the tide of people leaving joining new California and then leaving you know, to go to other states and people are starting to wake up and realize maybe we don't want to be chased out of our state which has basically been the plan um, as most people have realized in California over the last 20-30 years the plan to uh, destroy California is to destroy the middle class and run off businesses and so on. So there has been a very much a plan in play and New California stands against that. And all of a sudden now uh, we're we're gaining great legitimacy and primarily because we're following the constitution. And as you know, Dave, we declared our own independence from California, doing it the right way, the constitutional way, uh, back uh, January 15th, 2018. And then since then, we've had four constitutional conventions and at those constitutional conventions, we have been passing resolutions, uh, declaring it, it, it going right along with our Declaration of Independence and also our grievances that we've been reading on a weekly basis. And uh, we've had um, nine of these resolutions that we've actually sent to the President of the United States and he's accepted them. And we, you know, we wanna gain the, accept, the acceptance or we wanna gain the support of the President of the United States for all the selfish reasons that we need to. It was actually Abraham Lincoln who supported West Virginia back in the day when the West Virginians actually detested uh, Abraham Lincoln, but Abraham Lincoln saw through that and realized the value of having West Virginia in the union. So Donald Trump is uh, supporting us, uh, and he's also supporting other efforts uh, to basically recreate or create a new state within a state, which is what you do when our situation we're creating a a state Mm -hmm. uh, in California called New California so we're well on our way we have our fifth constitutional convention coming up this Friday and Saturday and we will be passing a resolution at minimum that will uh, grant us basically the authority to come up with a governor for New California this will be an appointed position a select elect as we call it and we will make the decision as New Californians as to who that would probably be and um, I, I, do. we do have a name that uh, has surfaced, and I'm not at liberty to discuss it because we have to finalize some of the details. But I do want to tell you that this name is a huge national and oh, international You're name. teasing us, Paul. You're teasing, teasing us. It. I am. And listen, I'm a dog. I'm just doing it. I'm just teasing you. But when, I, you when,
0: know, I when is the, um, gonna, the announcement going to be made?
1: We think as it could be as early as Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Thursday morning we'd like to make the announcement in that time frame but it, you know again there may be some restrictions on what's going on but it definitely if we get all the everything all the ducks lined up in a row then we will at the latest when we get the name we, and again some of it, it's up to this individual uh, we will be of course coming out with that uh, Saturday at the convention so uh, we are elated I'm telling you um, people in the United States are going to go ballistic when they hear this name and they're gonna say no more no more California um, new California is here to stay and you know again some of the qualifiers for this position we want somebody who is um, who, who's had you know has uh, hands-on experience with states who has uh, hands-on experience with natural resources and again the best natural resource are our people <laughs> you know the people of california new yeah. california that's our best natural resource but then aside from that of course utilizing the, the natural the, the wonderful spectacular natural resources of, of new california okay. which includes uh, agriculture as, I, as most people understand new california is will be a dominant player in the agricultural field because of uh, we will open up those fallowed lands to those ranchers and those farmers who have had their land stolen from them because greedy water companies have have been working in conjunction with the the illegitimate government of california to not provide water for them Um, that's going to become something of the past uh, so the farmlands the southern san joaquin valley will explode again um we'll, we'll we will put in and finish the california water project a lot of people have not understood how that's worked but we definitely will do that but we want um an individual in we think the individual we're talking about will have a clear understanding on how this works plus also being able to pull people together um you know in a, in a very very diverse population but i think one of the great things that's happening is this whole economic turnaround of donald j trump the president. Uh, He has afforded the opportunity for New California to break off the shackles of the socialist mentality of destroying free market economy to bring back a free market economy in California, New California. And uh, it's gonna unleash something you've never seen before or the world has never seen before just on the economic scaling of it. But the, the thing that's the most important thing, Dave, is that we know that what we're going to be doing in New California is restoring liberty, independence, and freedom to people that are just craving liberty, independence, and freedom right now because they realize there's totalitarianism right here, right now, and it's not gonna get any better if we do nothing.
0: Well, yeah, we're we're, we're approaching the Bolshevik state. Um, I'm going to get out my phone book and start guessing as to who your governor's candidate is. But I can tell you, I bet I know who it's not. I bet it's not King uh, LeBron James. I um, <laughs> bet it's not him. It, um, it's not. It's uh, how, about, how about Magic Johnson? Governor Magic Johnson. Nah, I don't no, think that's it either. No. Uh, no. I, listen, you got to promise me that very quickly after there's an announcement, you'll come back on here and discuss the merits of this election. Uh, yeah, I have a nomination too for this new state government. Okay. Paul Preston, Secretary of State.
1: well yeah that would be interesting though well you have have... done
0: the legwork my friend and um, uh, I mean if it wasn't for your administrative stick to and your ability to be a coalition between these various factions New California would never get off the ground I mean Paul I was around and I covered extensively the Jefferson movement and in the beginning these were great men and women wonderful salt of the earth people but they couldn't pull it together, partly because they were being sabotaged by the Soros people, Joanne Blades, MoveOn.org, etc. But they could not get off the ground. What separates your organization from the failed Jefferson movement that was eventually taken over by the Soros people? Well, you know, the all movements are unique and different. And
1: you, the, the key thing to follow in, in this situation, and now I'm going to say it so everybody hears it, because it's 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 really not rocket science, and what we've done here is not rocket science. We've used history, and we've t- used the tool chest that you find right there, laying in front of you, with the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. It's all right there, and history. History is a big component. It's four parts, four legs, and what we have done is, of course, utilized the Constitution of the United States, where it's Article Four, Section Three of the Constitution, which is the New States Clause that was written in back in 1783 i believe when they were having the constitutional convention and it's really simple what you need to do if you want to form a state from a pre-existing state and i'm pretty much paraphrasing what's in the in the clause and it's a very short clause as most of the clauses in the constitution are that you want to uh, create a state from a pre-existing state by working with the legislature's concerns so the citizens work directly with the legislature and then also with that of the congress so it means that um you don't work with the governor you don't work with the judiciary you don't work with the outside the box uh, le- besides the legislature in, in other words we go directly and talk to assembly members and senators in, to gain our freedom if you will and you know, we do that through a resolution in which the senate and the assembly have to pass simple resolutions they're not bills a bill would require the governor's signature, and that's unconstitutional. Yes, so a lot of people run awry. Um, like Tim Draper, I'll give you the classic example. Tim Draper, when I interviewed him on my radio show, Agenda 21 Radio, back in 2012 and 2011, 12 or 14, he wanted to break it up into six states, and he had the six state solution yes. and so he told me on the air I you know because I was talking to him and, it, and nowhere was he mentioning anything about article 4 section 3 of the Constitution I said well what about the, the constitutionality of this it? It is um, you what where, where does this all fit with the Constitution article 4 say he says I don't need no Constitution I have the money I have the <laughs> means and I said well you know good luck with that so uh, naturally it failed in 2012 and 14 that was 5 million bucks down the drain and then when we were forming uh, after we left the jefferson movement and we created new california we were forming the county committees we got up to 18 counties that we had chartered and after we did that we noticed that two weeks later all of a sudden tim draper shows back up with the three state solution so he's going to divide up california by three and of course, yield three Democratic states. Oh, go Tim Draper, right? <laughs> and so uh, we knew right away he was playing off of us, and he was actually trying to stifle us, and it was an effort to confuse the population with new state and new California. So anyway, make a long story short, we came out, declared independence on January 15th, and just a, a two weeks later, he, he comes out with the proposition or the uh, the signature documents to get it on the on the ballot and fills it up within a couple of days because he's spinning off of our you know our buzz basically and so they it marches forward to the 2018 election and people are asking me fox news they're all saying what about this new state and versus the three state you know he's going to get there first and he's going to i said look it's dead on arrival it's not going to happen well he's on the ballots it's not going to happen it's not constitutional so lo and behold about six weeks before the election uh, some radical, you know, radical environmentalist sues him. He sues him and he's suing him for radical, you know, fairy shrimp business and stuff like that out in the fields of Sacramento. <laughs> Just something stupid. So what happens though, is that the California State Supreme Court, the most liberal extremist court in the, in the land, throws his, his uh, whole effort out, the three-state solution is thrown out, because it's unconstitutional, it's not, comporting with article 4 section 3 of the Constitution and so people said how did you know that I said well it's not it's written right there in face. it doesn't say you go to the executive branch which means you're gonna get a petition get it on the ballot and then I said you can't go to the judiciary like what Jefferson thinks that they've tried to do which of course is they were never really a serious effort to become a state after all we sort of figured that one out but the the uh, the, of course the judges have turned all that down so Jefferson will never be a state the way they've got it configured nobody else will ever be a state and when you take a look around at all the other state propositions out there well we're the only one left standing Mm -hmm. we know we're constitutional we know we're filling the gap and uh, in fact, we're so much um, so that other states of other areas wanting to form new states have emulated us. So now we have a movement in the state, the new New Illinois movement. You have the new Nevada movement soon, to, and, and there there is a new New York movement going on <laughs> we'll called the New New York. And then there's also uh, one brewing up there in uh, in uh, or, or Oregon and Washington. So this movement really uh, sets the whole you know the whole tone for the I think the reshaping of the um, the, the whole United States of America and it's, it's happening it's not like it's gonna happen it is actually happening and like I said it's happening to the point where you know we are just tickled um, and we hope that the individual that we're talking about really does manifest itself and If you're worried about an election, there's not going to be elections immediately when we go to form the state. It's all basically done on selection and election process, select elect, where the elections are held amongst the county committees and amongst our own, um, our own executive branch. But this, this is a process where for an interim, we have a person who comes in as the acting governor. And then when the timing is right, set by Congress, by the way there will be a general election for governor and all the other seats that's just kind of goes in the way it goes but uh, we're thrilled that uh, we're even are in the consideration mode for the individual we're talking about and i'll tell you the place is going to explode when we announce it
0: well, I'm uh, really very much looking forward to it and having you back on to discuss the merits of this selection. Just want to let everybody know this next segment is brought to you by Noble Gold Investments. And you can step out of the way of the troubled economic train coming our way by calling them at eight seven seven six seven six. Five, three, four, seven, six, four, six, five, three, four, seven. Let me give that again. Sorry. Paul has me so wound up here because I got so many questions, but uh, eight, seven, seven, six, four, six, five, three, four, six. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, you absolutely need to pay attention to what Paul's saying because I have been doing my own digging and Paul, because of that, I have some questions. You have said that president Trump supports this movement how is that support in evidence? And then the second part to the question, what has to happen at the federal level to make the 51st state of New California a reality?
1: Well, the, 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 the real big indicator, first, well, first of all, we have to have the president's support, much like they did with uh, West Virginia. When West Virginia wanted to come on board and, and uh, you know, become a state, they had to appeal to. The person that everybody in West Virginia detested, and that was Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> you know, which he kind of have the same parallel going on right now. But, you know, you have to work with the president that you have. Now, we're very, very fortunate, and I think our timing has been superb in this regard to position ourselves at this point in time in history in which we're going to be moving forward with the state and statehood. And definitely, you know, we have been in communication and we've had people interme- intermediaries, I guess you can say. That we've reached out to, who um, we have exchanged documents with the White House. And we've done this more of a courtesy and professional courtesy because, uh, you know, we are. in, if you're going to do it right, and this is where a lot of these other organizations, you know, they didn't take the time to reach out to the president. I mean, you know, and, and do it right and formally, yeah, do all the right things. And so to me, it was kind of baffling when we started this process, that we, you know, we wouldn't. I mean, it, it, why wouldn't we do that? I mean, because we do legitimately want to become a state. So a lot of these people were doing, I thought it was more like scamming than anything else. Even Draper. See, Draper, here, he's got all his money. Did he reach out to the president? The word is no. Well, you know what? If you're going to, if this was Obama's era, and if our timing had been off, and it could have been and we could have been synced with obama as president to go forward with this process our process wasn't going to change but you know, had we declared independence in 2017 well we would be in the midst or 20 2015 even 2016 we'd be in the midst of appealing to obama okay um, but we saw we we were glad we said well when obama leaves we probably would stand a much better chance with the next president being Pur- purportedly a republic in our concern because that's the way the cycles always go. So we just said, look, let's we tried it and we failed. But well, we we could not get what we needed to get done in a timely manner to declare independence and do the things we and so we failed at that. And of course we you know learning and looking back on it, well we failed for a reason. Obviously there was something else going on here. So we realized though that we would have to report our, what we're trying to do to the president so when we declared independence we knew we we're going to declare it we we did an outreach at the time because this was like 2020 see uh, president trump caught on board in 2016 so we're talking about 2017 we did an outreach and we said look we want to become a state we just you know we did the guy courtesy yeah and and we would have done the same thing with Obama this is not rocket science the guys the, the guy is the president of the United States you reach out to him because you want to be a state right does that make sense yeah it does um, and you know what he obliged us I mean I mean in the sense that what well, we did it, we pursued it we said look we want to be a new state and we pursued it so with we, what well, we, we said we got to qualify ourselves and you'll see when you go back and look at the videos and so on about what we talk about at the time when we declared independence, we say to the world, we have to prove we, have to, we can govern ourselves. We will not be looked at until we can prove we can govern ourselves. So if we knew at the time of the declaration we could not govern ourselves. We had no government. We had nothing. We had no structure. We had a desire, and we knew we had to build our county connections in order to get to that next level, which would be governance. And we came together in uh, 2018, in July of 2018, at our first Constitutional Convention, and Dave, that's where the magic really hit. We actually formed a government. Based upon all the counties that we had and all the people in place in the right place, we formed a a bicameral government with a senate and with a a, uh, assembly, and we also had an executive branch, and we said, look, we have a government, and we knew that after the first one, and it was at that time, that we passed a couple of resolutions. We got to convention number two, and we passed resolutions that were very, very important resolutions we felt for moving forward for a state. And it's at that time, we sent our documentation off to the White House. We said, look, we can't keep this a secret from the president. this is a movement that's really happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, and now you say, why didn't you tell the Senate or the Assembly? Well, the problem is that in California, they are the problem. We would not work with them because they're the problem we get that so we're looking for an outreach at a higher level because we're planning that we will get past these people once we have our little confrontation with them and we'll get on to the congress but we need the support of the president so what we did is we sent resolutions of the first five resolutions to him and um, we did it electronically and we got a response the response says send written signed documents original so we just jumped up and said oh my god <laughs> said, oh my god so we sent them and of course then we got um, you know we did get some clarity on on a response and then we sent five more so total we have a total of nine resolutions that we've sent them and he's accepted the paper copies so that's important when you get a paper copy to the president of the United States
0: well yeah i would say it is now that's good that he's uh, supporting supporting this but paul let me ask you a question do you not need the support of both of the branches of the legislature at the federal level both the house and the senate
1: we do and and again the process is and again i'll repeat it so because it has to be it has to sink in a lot of times so you get repetitive about this but article 4 section 3 of the Constitution states they, they state can be formed from one or more states, pre-existing states with the uh, approval of the legislature concerned. In other words, our California state legislature, our assembly and senate, we have to get a resolution passed by that body. Then we move on to the, um, to the, to the Congress and to the senate and to the, actually uh, to the house first and then to the senate. And if they have to debate whether or not they're gonna take us on as a state, that's correct.
0: Yeah, because here are two problems I see for you, two challenges that lie out in front of you. It's good that you got the president, but one, as long as the Democrats control the House of Representatives, they're not going to want to put more Republican electoral votes out there in the system, and I'm sure this is what would happen. And then number two, uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, the current California State Assembly would have to approve why would they approve most of the state leaving their jurisdiction
1: well it'd be about 85 percent of the land mass and resources that would leave um because of population uh, number one uh, number uh, the, the first thing to consider uh, for new californians is we want parity we want to be represented and the only way that we're going to get parity with california is to split the population in half so if you take a look at california And you take a look at those places that are most underrepresented, it happens to be the rural areas. Now, rural areas in California was about 85% contain about half the population of California, whereas you have the urbanized areas of Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Sacramento, they contain about 20 million people. So 18 and a half to 20 million people, that's parity for us. The 18 and a half, of course, is new California population, so we got parity. We also got re- uh, uh, representation that's built into the new California system, which means that every county in New California will actually have a senator assigned to them. That's a lot different than what they have in California right now. They have only 40 senators, and these 40 senators represent districts, not uh, not uh, counties. That's the result of the Reynolds versus Sims decision back in 1964, which gives the preponderance of representation to the urbanized areas of los angeles county and sacramento so in those areas in southern california you have we have a total of 40 senators in california with reynolds versus sims it gives 23 senators to southern california and another 11 to uh san francisco the rest are scattered throughout all of rural california i mean it's just insanity so there's no representation there so this this is a way to combat that now, the reason California, California is a fail, failed state, clearly it's a failed state. The election system proves that, it's so corrupt. The other part of it is, is California is broke as a joke. A lot of people don't like to hear this kind of conversation about California, but the state government is absolutely bankrupt and um, getting worse. And we understand that the, the worsening situation, especially because of what's going on with China. And so California, pays billions of dollars to China to keep help keep China afloat through various types of scams and schemes one of them being through the uh, public employees re- uh, retirement system in which the, the, the Chinese are scamming billions of dollars from California uh, public employees which they don't even know about but this is what's happening well, wait wait, wait, wait. don't gloss over
0: now. this this is a major story You're saying the communist Chinese government is being allowed to pilfer money away from retirees, public retirees in California. Can you tell us more about that?
1: It's just blatant and in your face. In fact, the guy who handles the accounts down there is a communist Chinese military officer, and he's very important in the People's Republic of the People's Liberation Army. But he is the guy who's the buyer of equities for the public employees relation or, or retirement system in California. And he buys billions of dollars of uh, equities in China. And all these equities, the, the companies that he invests in are all the Chinese military companies that make the military assets, the tanks, the, you know, the, the, the new uh, munitions, all the, all the aircraft, all the ships. That, that's the guy. That's what he does. That's what. So the California public employees are footing the bill for the Chinese military who want to come over here and destroy us. That's them. Do yeah, you
0: understand him. the gravity of what you just said?
1: Sure, I've been saying it for weeks on my show.
0: <laughs> does have you identified this person on your show?
1: Well, yeah. He well actually, the Epoch Times did. It, this is the story came out of the Epoch Times weeks ago.
0: please, please, <laughs> please do share.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Epoch Times ran the story about three or four, maybe a month ago, and we picked up on it. And sure enough, the guys, I don't have the guy's name with me, but it's on our website, Agenda 21 Radio. Just look up Epoch Times uh, PERS, mm. and uh, it's up there, and the guy's name's there. But he's a prominent Chinese communist. He's been around for a long time, and he replaced a very interesting woman uh, who um plays big in other areas but i don't want to get into that topic right now but it's is that rose
0: pack well
1: i know that is that rose pack no no not rose no no not rose pack she's from san francisco but it was uh, another woman that uh is a, no well, that's another story but uh, this case. communist chinese guy well she was buying communist chinese equities too this that's my point. So i know that
0: that's why i'm asking you the question no,
1: it wasn't rose pack though no rose pack was from san francisco
0: but she was a Beijing operative that controlled San Francisco politics yes. to her fault.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Just like uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, just like Nancy Pelosi's driver. You know, they're all thick as thieves with
0: Driver? It. I thought it was... Uh uh, Feinstein's driver. You're saying Pelosi had a uh, communist uh, no, Chinese North driver too? No,
1: no no I'm, no, no. I'm sorry. I meant. See, you, got, you kind of get them kind of confused. <laughs> it was it was Diane Feinstein. Okay, that's uh, thought Driver, it. and she, yeah, that whole thing was just a blow up, and and uh, yeah, the, the communist Chinese are thickest thieves in San Francisco. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and, and throughout California, there's a huge communist uh, influence in California it's Enormous.
0: I'm I'm debating, I'm having an internal dialogue, Paul, if I, I ask you you, if I ask you a question. The port of Long Beach, let's just start there, on safe ground. President Trump last week announced no more Communist Chinese control of the port. Right. How bad is that port? What do you know? How much danger well, are we the, in because of the port?
1: Well, you know, the Communist Chinese are not happy with it. So, but it's clearly... A communist, we want to take over California, Chinese thing. <laughs> and, um, you know, he recognized that. Now, interestingly enough, um, you know, New California plays into this because New California has been asked if uh, we could take over that area as part of New California, but get, make it incorporated into our, our, our state. And um, we, we've been long considering it. Yeah, we've been asked a long time ago to. See, right now the way the boundaries are, we don't take in Long Beach in that area. Uh, We go up to Oceanside, which is right there. You're talking about 15 miles. So, um, you know, that people have been asking us, you know, you need to, you know, in the boundaries. So the boundaries aren't set entirely for New California, but the way we look at it is that uh, with New California and with the economic situation in building in California, that We will be able to incorporate that. We could very easily incorporate that. That'll be a big boom for uh, New California because we get that's a that's the old uh, naval shipyard. It's a military asset, and I have a feeling that what you're going to see the Trump administration do under New California is start to retrieve many of the military assets that were lost in the 90s under Bill Clinton. You know, you're talking about now in Orange County talk about el toro and the lta which is the um used to be the lighter than air base in other words the lta being blimps that's in tustin california and of course el toro Wouldn't this be is a retreat. well
0: if you don't know that's okay but i have to ask the question i'm not going to pretend like i'm a lawyer that knows the answer i don't know the answer to this but what i've been told and what i've also had insinuated from another source is that president trump is going to send in the marine Reservist he's going to call up and clear the long beach port of what he suspects could be military assets in long beach port do you know anything about that
1: i i really i don't and i you know kind of make it a habit not to talk about where military people might be but i don't know anything about that um per se
0: okay all right um i'm gonna go down that avenue but i i've covered this pretty extensively on my show uh and and it, it falls into the paradigm of what you're talking about about cleaning out the communist chinese interests, which i'm sure is part of the uh philosophy of the new california movement i'd be shocked if it wasn't um do you you know listen i'm gonna ask you to put your speculation hat on again You've got the repeaters taken down. You've got PG and E doing these rolling blackouts. It's insane. Right. It makes no sense whatsoever. Now, you know, Conjob Edison's talking about doing the same thing. Um, these are about taking down command and control of civilian right. resistance to an invasion. Do you personally, Paul, just you as a private citizen, not the Newton representing New California, but do you fear? That the communist democrats that run California would invite an invasion into California with those communist Chinese forces?
1: I listen, I don't know what forces would be available. There's no doubt. They have, I, listen, it is. I'll get, you, I'll get your show name. It's common sense to take a look <laughs> at what's happening in California. I hate to break to everybody but you know you have these rolling they have a blackout that includes 34 counties of California all New California counties I might add they just turn out the lights well you know wait a minute the setup for this is that um, you know Wiz, for years 24 just hundreds of a hundred years or so the uh, the amount of fires that we had uh, from powers uh, you know from power lines being sparked and so on was negligible it's, it wasn't a big deal up until Jerry Brown got on board. Well, Jerry Brown and the previous administrations did not clear the forest or the chaparral, the tuff and everything. So, you know, it was it was very easily, um, once it started burning, raging out of control. So to say that it was all PG&E's fault for all this, and that now PG&E has this big responsibility, and oh, by the way, they're going to black things out so that they don't have these fires. It's a bunch of hooey. It, it really, truly is. Uh, it, this dog does not hunt, but what does hunt is that if you take a look at how all other totalitarian uh, dictators have ruled they've all done these things before where they put, turn the power out they turn the water off right. they let all prisoners loose they take away your gun rights now listen Dave a week ago we could go Friday Gavin Newsom signed 15 one five fifteen 15 anti-second amendment bills now wait a minute when does a governor uh, gather them all up on his desk and sign them all at one time? What does that tell you? And, and, and you start putting in that stuff. Then you start understanding, oh, they open up the border. They open it up wide open so that all these illegal foreign nationalists can come flooding in. In fact, they offer them driver's license. They, they do all this, you put it all together. Dave, it is common sense. They're trying to overthrow California and even the rest of the nation people get over it this is what they're trying to do you Look, made a really a good distinction right
0: yeah you made a good well, distinction well, there and i want to stop you just for a second to ask you this listen i know that cal had opened up an embassy in moscow i published the pictures on my website they are clear in their intent about wanting to leave the union <clears throat> i see this as a globalist plot designed to irreparably damage the economy and food supply of the united states am i on target and if so how much am i on target
1: well i think that um yes 100 percent on target that that's one of the ulterior motives that they've got and of course standing in their way is california standing in their way is california and, um, you know, they've got, once they take California, then the rest of the nation starts to fall into place. I mean, you have the Oroville Dam out here. We called that thing a hundred percent. Yes, we did. You know, we, we've got a spillway over there that's still absolutely dip, a, a 1 billion plus dollar waste of time and money. It leaks today, Dave, this spillway, they put a billion plus into it. The water level is, 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 is maybe 50, 60 feet below the spillway but because there's water pressure in the soil it's pumping up water through the spillway as we speak through cracks it's leaking from below i mean they just you can't make this stuff up but you know again you know you and we're running a risk here the water is still too traditionally high in the in the dam right or the reserve in the reservoir right now but but you know and we're getting into november december when we have really heavy rains The rain uh, could uh, fill up that lake, you know, in a a matter of a week, and we could be back at it again, and i will lose the spillway. I have every—because they haven't fixed it. The only way they're going to fix it is to tear the thing back up.
0: What a lot of people don't know is that back in April, I was giving regular reports that the water level was four to five feet from overtopping the dam. Right. and that was in the same time frame that you filed your lawsuit and i think calling attention to this through your lawsuit saved that dam from going i think it forced them to take mitigation efforts uh, under under advisement from what you were saying and they temporarily presented the breaking of the dam do you think that's accurate or not
1: absolutely i believe that they I, but i think that they're trying they're going to try to do it uh, do it again I, I mean it's just pretty obvious uh, you know they haven't they, they have the, it, of course they don't want to they don't want the shaming of admitting that the dam is dangerous again it's it, they tried to fix it but they failed it's worse than ever actually and they never fixed the real problem which were the head gates that's still not being done I mean they're trying to repair and fix and everything but it's it's not working right. the way these big these big gates have to be handled is you tear them down and put new ones in and of course had they spent the money, Uh, Every year, as they promised that they were doing, spending the money to maintain the dam, they wouldn't be in this situation now. But that's not the case. They had to have that money to pay to who? Well, everybody was talking about, oh, they're paying, they're, they're using all that money to pay all the different things that go on with California government. Well, wait a minute. They were paying one year $27 billion for illegal foreign nationals to come to California. This last year, this year, it looks like they're going to be on track for thirty-one billion dollars to 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 play to pay for um, illegal foreign nationals coming across the border. What in the world is wrong with that picture, Dave? Well, it, it, it's called year, thirty-seven billion. Thirty-one billion, next. I
0: know that was a rhetorical question, but I'm going to hit you with an answer. They want to collapse California, so right. let me ask you two questions if california goes under and you know like either through the oroville dam taking out the central valley and retail doesn't cross i-5 blah 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 or they are able to secede with the help of foreign national troops how much retail of the united states passes through california and how much of the food supply comes out of california for the rest of the country
1: oh you know i um i i'm going to say 30 percent at least of the food supply much more than that retail because you've got the ports going going on in the port uh, oakland and all that will be completely uh, taken out in i-5 the in, uh, interstate 80 all that will be gone so none of that will move so you're talking about a cataclysmic event in california that could cause the whole nation to contract in a very bad way yeah and then you forgot about the other part was if the dam goes, then you lose all that farming area and the rice po- the rice grow. Uh, California is in, in one location, the single largest place on the planet to raise gr- uh, rice. And depending upon the season, we're really the second or the third largest rice producing area of the world, period. So the Oroville Dam will take all that out, plus like what they tried to do in, uh, this is another little caveat to this, But every year, almost all the big bee providers drive all their bees or honeybees out to California, out to this area where they use it to use the bees to pollinate um, the almond orchards and all the other stone fruits. So, if in fact they bring them in in December, actually after Christmas is the big time they haul them in, if they have all these beehives out there and, you know, pollinating all these orchards. Plus, you also have Stanchion's Apiary out here, which is the single largest provider of queen bees on the planet to the whole world. You'll wipe out at least forty uh, percent of the bee population on the planet if the dam goes. Think so about that. I, I,
0: it's just mind-boggling. Let's just take you at face value in what you're saying about thirty percent figure. Thirty percent less agriculture famine, spot famines in America. Thirty percent less retail, economic collapse um and and this this is so clear so if you're a globalist and you want to collapse america to then make it more moldable into quote a new world order world government world economic system you've accomplished your goal and you've used california to do it do you feel that you and new california stand at the wall to stop this
1: yes that's exactly what we're doing and we recognized this years ago You know that we had to do this. We have to be here now. We we understand. We have to be here now to stop this. And they don't like it. And of course, they're really not going to like it the next six to seven to eight months because we're right smack dab in the middle of an election season. I hate it when this happens.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it just. I don't see how the good people of California can continue to let these communists dominate their state. Don't the good people outnumber the, uh, the communists?
1: Uh, yeah, oh, uh, yes, absolutely. In fact, um, I would say that 75% of the population is conservative out here in California. That's a fact. Uh, the, the problem is, is you've got all the money funneled into two areas, Hollywood and San Francisco, and they control the legislative piece, the, the triumvirate piece down in Sacramento. So that's where all things corrupt start to emanate from, and it spreads throughout. Now, we know we do have containment issues because a lot of communities have been basically infected with this uh, quasi-communism, which is really, when you take a look at it, a lot of it is connected to cartels Yes, You in know, exactly. communist China. And, and, and Pelosi's the cartel and Feinstein's of communist China League. That's the way it works in San Francisco
0: so you have two, two heads of this illicit movement to destroy america and you're saying pelosi's cartel meaning drugs fentanyl right. human right. trafficking and uh communist chinese economic influence as well as possible troops in the in the state is diane feinstein and her husband's purview is that, well, was that what you I'm gotta talking? remember
1: that a lot of the, the cartels come with their own arm, you know like ms-13 and, the, and the gangsters. Yes that'll be coming across the border illegally as, as illegal foreign nationals
0: well this so is we, why yeah, they want open to, borders i mean i mean sure anyone listening to this right now i don't know how they could draw any other conclusion other than what you're saying i mean it would be one thing for pelosi to say we need to show compassion to these poor immigrants they're running from certain death but she opposes even you know processing the people
1: right. identifying right. who
0: the terrorists would be right so clearly yeah. her agenda is not to protect America.
1: Well, well, that's exactly right. And I think everybody's kind of understanding it. it's not that she's, uh, you know, trying to at least, listen, Dave, I'm sure if, if she was ready to, put, ready to put on a charm offensive, she could probably charm these Republicans into doing exactly what she needs right now. But she's not. She's hysterical about it, as is all the other uh, Democrats. And, of course, they're hysterical about it because Donald Trump's calling them out. That's what's happening. It's kind of interesting to watch. I, I tell people that it's time to break out the popcorn, you know, and uh, and and soda pop, and watch the whole show go by because it's going to be quite fascinating in the months and weeks ahead, especially with, you know, Bill Barrs onto the whole thing, and and they know that they absolutely know. That's why they're they're growing more desperate by the day. They have timelines they have to follow. Um, yeah, before financial things start to really happen in California, this month in particular, I was, I was sort of given the heads up that between the 15th of October and the 15th of November is a big time for big activity in this whole issue that we're talking about. So we're right in the middle of it.
0: Well, yeah, um, you know, when I was on Michael Savage's show, he asked me, he said, do you think the Hillary Clinton coming out of mothballs running for the Democratic nomination for president will spark a revolution? I said, no, it'll be the realization that it doesn't matter who the Democrats want run. They can't win. That's what will spark it. And, and, And you're right. You're naming a time frame and you don't usually do that. I know you well enough to know. But I'm, I'm right there with you with the time frame. Paul, our time is short, and I want to give due deference to the great work that you do. Of course, realize that when you are Secretary of State, you will no longer uh-huh. be able to have that radio show in your form.
1: But right now, tell right. people
0: about Agenda 21 Radio and how they can follow your good work.
1: Well, Agenda 21 Radio um, was offered up on um, Red State Talk Radio. I've been on Red State Talk Radio, it seems like forever, ever since we started, actually. So it's been about 10, 12 years, maybe about 12 years now. And uh, we've grown to be one of the largest, well, in fact, we are the largest digital provider of uh, talk radio. And Dave, you're on Red State Talk Radio also. Yes, I am. So we have a huge presence. Uh, my show is live Monday through Friday from uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific. That's 12 to 9 Eastern and um it's uh, one of the most listened to radio shows in that time frame digitally and you can uh, you pick us up on the red state talk radio app that's probably the best way to do it red state talk radio app and you can listen to what we're talking about and the other part of course is new california state which is um, ncs51.com that's ncs51.com you get all the information about what's happening um, coming up this weekend it's a big weekend we've got the convention happening you know Trevor Loudon's going to be there Wow um, Morgan uh, Zagers is going to be there she's the young socialist, anti-socialist is going to be there she's been on Fox News all over the place so we're going to have her there and, and of course um Agnes gibney and Angie Morphine, the angel parents. Now, both of them are new Californians, which is kind of interesting. Of course, uh, both of them talk to the president on a regular basis. So we're kind of we're very happy to have it's that. It's
0: incredible. But, Paul, yeah. I got to tell you, we're up against a hard break. I apologize. But okay. this is uh, earth shattering information. You've come so far with this movement. My congratulations to you. And I think you're standing between economic devastation possible military invasion by what you're doing with new california please keep up the good work thank you david take care ladies and gentlemen paul preston agenda 21 radio and president of the new california movement we'll be back stay tuned